Well, this morning, we have the privilege of hearing a local story. Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of local church St. Pete. And so here's, here's what we want to do. We want to slow down. We want to celebrate what God's doing in each other's lives. We want to highlight what he's doing. We want to celebrate his grace. And so this morning, we get to hear from T.J. Graff. And so let's welcome him as he comes. Morning, local. Uh, my name's TJ, if we haven't met. Uh, I'm usually at the production tables in the back, so you've probably seen me at some point. Uh, I'm grateful to be able to share with you all this morning. Uh, this is really more of a reflection than a story, more of a reflection on the season that we're in, you know, this Advent and Christmas season. Uh, J.I. Packer, one of the great th- theologians of the 20th century, wrote, the supreme mystery of the gospel, uh, the supreme mystery with which the gospel confronts us lies not in the Good Friday message of the atonement, nor in the Easter message of resurrection, but in the Christmas message of the incarnation. The staggering Christian claim is that Jesus of Nazareth was God made man. He writes about difficulties that some have with the virgin birth, the miracles, the atonement, the resurrection. He responds to these difficulties saying, once the incarnation is grasped as a reality, these other difficulties dissolve. If Jesus is the same person as the eternal word, it is no wonder if fresh acts of creative power marked his coming into the world, his life in it, and his exit from it. It is not strange that he, the author of life, should rise from the dead. You know, there, there's immense power in the reality of God entering the world as a human. That is the central truth that the Christmas season celebrates. And if God lived a human life, he had daily habits. We find them well recorded in the four Gospels. You know, he prayed both in solitude and with other people. He meditated on Scripture, and he knew it very deeply. He practiced hospitality in other people's homes. He lived all the time in a rich community. He fasted. He was generous with his time and all that he had. He practiced the Sabbath. He was always attentive uh, to the poor and to those who were socially outcast. For us as followers of Jesus, uh, the Christmas season is the perfect time to reflect on the incarnation of Jesus and the implications that has for just our day-to-day lives. You know, have we really taken seriously that God, Jesus was God in human flesh? You know, that he, like us, had daily habits? You know, how are we, his students, doing at learning his habits? You know, what Eugene Peterson so beautifully called the unforced rhythms of grace. So let me just share a few suggestions from daily habits from the life of Jesus. First, in a season with busy work schedules, holiday parties to attend, gift shopping to do, let's commit to spending time alone with God. You know, Dallas Willard wrote that uh, hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life in our day. So put it in your calendar. Block out the time to spend unhurried time with God in prayer. Let him form you into someone who is aware of his presence so that you can be someone who's truly present to those around you. Second, in a season when our hearts and minds can be flooded with a commercialized Christmas, uh, formed more by American consumerism than by Jesus, let's commit to spending daily time with God in Scripture. As we meet God in Scripture, our hearts and minds are nourished. It's where we learn to hear the voice of our shepherd and to see all of reality and truth as he does. And then third, in a season when we do our best to surround ourselves with friends and family, let's commit to paying special attention to those Jesus did 
the poor and social, social outcasts. Instead of retreating to our own comfortable circles, which I know I'm tempted to do, let's volunteer to care for the hungry and the homeless here in St. Pete. Let's reach out proactively to those in our own lives who we see are suffering. Let's invite into our homes and lives people who we ordinarily wouldn't invite. You know, so if all of this sounds daunting or even convicting, you know, hear me in saying that I'm right there with you in that. Following Jesus is a really high call and it requires more of God's grace to us than we can ever understand or deserve. But also hear Jesus in John 14 saying, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If we believe what the Christmas message claims, that Jesus of Nazareth is God made man, even the seeming impossibility of this promise from Jesus dissolves. So let's trust the Spirit by His grace to form us into people for whom these are just our daily habits. Imagine the countercultural witness of all of local church, you know, of all the people in this room right now, practicing just these three daily habits, you know, dedicating time to spend alone with God, having our minds be formed by His scriptures, and caring for the poor and the marginalized around us. You know, so may prayer form presence in us, May scripture form wisdom in us, and may hospitality form love in us. Thanks, local. That was awesome. I don't think I need to preach this morning. That was incredible. It was incredible. When I read it earlier this week, I'm just like, TJ, like, you, you have a gift. Uh, I mean, it's just thank you for sharing. Um, and, and thank you for just laying it out the way you did. Uh, and and at this time, right now, as we come to the close of 2023, if you can believe it, and we're heading into the new year, what a great challenge for us to really look at the habits of Jesus, his daily practice. Because as followers of Jesus, we're learning his ways. And so, yes, practicing the presence of God. Yes, looking at the word of God and be spending time with him through the word of God and reaching uh, the poor and the marginalized of our city. What a beautiful challenge. Thank you. Let, let's pray that the Lord would do that here in our midst. Let me, let me lead us. Father, thank you so much for TJ, his example, uh, his witness, his exhortation to us this morning. Thank you for, um, Lord, what we're hearing. Help us to respond. Um, not, I pray that we would respond in a way uh, full of joy and anticipation for what you want to do in us and through us. Lord, help each one of us to want to spend time with you, to carve out unhurried time to be in your presence, to recognize your nearness. We want to be shaped by your presence and by your word. And we, we want to live on mission, practicing hospitality and love the way you did and the way you've shown us. So, Jesus, lead us on in this. We ask by your spirit, in Christ's name, amen. Thank you, TJ.